Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Josh, here with... Mella. Lacey. And Rashawn. Before we get it going, you know the drill. Like, follow, rate, review, Spotify, Apple, Napster, LimeWire. No. Um, <laughs> times are tough out there. Do what My you gotta do. Music. MySpace music. But wherever you're at, if you can, give us a thumbs up. <laughs> And if you're so inclined or able, uh, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash WCA. Throw some change in our tin cup, if you will. Or else. What's up, guys? What up? <laughs> hey. What's everyone been watching? How we doing? Actually, before we get into what we've been watching, can I talk about something I've been listening to? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I had this podcast recommended to me it's called worlds beyond number it's hosted by brennan lee mulligan erica ishi abria ingar and lou wilson and they're four friends who love tabletop role-playing games and the whole podcast is them doing a campaign they fully produce it as an audio book experience almost. Brennan Lee Mulligan is the the DM. It has music, it has sound effects, it has voice effects. Like it's this full world of storytelling and it is so cool. It's so cool to listen to. So fun. I cannot recommend it enough. Ooh, sounds fun. It sounds like a radio play, like back yes, in the day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly like that. Yeah. The season three finale of Ted Lasso aired. Um, haven't really talked about it much as it's been going because it's been not as exciting for me this season. It ended and I'm I'm good. I know a lot of people are like, we want a spin-off, we want more. I'm good. I think I think season one I think was lightning in a bottle. Um it came mm-hmm. out at just the right time. It was just the right tone. As it went on, I kind of I'm I had my fun with these characters and I'm good. I had I had some qualms about the final season and what things I would do differently, but ultimately I'm not like it's not like how I met your mother where I uh, where it ends and I'm grumpy about it. It ended and I'm pleased, you know. Um me and Rashawn went to go watch The Little Mermaid. Um Rashawn, play Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I enjoyed myself. There, I think Melissa McCarthy was fucking amazing at mm. Ursula. I know that there's like a lot of expectation when it comes to a villain and especially Ursula. And I think she fucking nailed it without like overdoing it and not doing enough. I think she like found a happy medium. This is not a dig with a wig. This is a dig with makeup. Um, What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It is so bad you guys it is so bad this is disney money this is disney coin you could have cgi'd makeup on her better than what was on her face everything aside from that it i I had a good time i mean there's something about animation going to live action that i'm always gonna have a problem with because it's just like why the little mermaid is so coveted it's so perfect as is that it just seems like why do we need to remake it these Half of the characters are literally under the sea. How do you make a live action crab? I guess like this. And I found myself saying like, you have to just put all of that aside and be like, this is as best as we can do when you're taking sea animals and turning them into live action. So I feel like if you go into it with like, just have a good time, just have a good time, you will. Rishani, what did you think? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed most of it. The Little Mermaid has one of those scores that's just undeniable. 
Yeah. So when that music starts playing, you're just kind of like, yeah, okay. And then there's things that, you know, don't work. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, I, you just go with it. The, these live action remakes aren't stopping anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So you either buy your ticket and sign up for it or um, or you don't. Uh, I, I do think, and I said this in my review, that Halle Bailey is kind of like a just a bit of casting magic because she she does kind of just you know shine really bright in the role um even if Ariel isn't the best written part ever when she sings part of your world it's just kind of you get it you get mm-hmm. why why mm-hmm. she's Ariel and uh I also said there was this little girl who who walked in right before the movie started and like it just I could cry right now it just that feeling of seeing her about to experience something that was probably going to mean a lot to her mm-hmm. and um you know like fuck all the noise because sometimes that's what it's about mm-hmm. yeah I I can't question the motives behind why Hallie is Ariel but I, the results for me are are in those moments like that so I, I really appreciated that Speaking of your letterbox, I asked you a question that you didn't respond to on letterbox. You're lucky I didn't delete it. <laughs> what about the? Did you guys? What about the rap? Did you guys like the? The scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt is kind of kind of. You got a hit. <laughs> what? No. Why? I kind of went into the scuttlebutt. <laughs> I I turned. I leaned over to Mel as soon as it was over, and I was like, "Not this Hamilton ass song." <laughs> <laughs> It does it belong in the Little Mermaid? Maybe not. I don't know. Is I've it never catchy? heard of a, yes. A more audible fingerprint than Lin Manuel Miranda's. Absolutely. You, there's no denying it. This is the thing, though. It's like, like I said, we are trying to take things that were a cartoon and make them look like real life. We can have a rap. It's fine. <laughs> Let's get to the scuttlebutt. Like, it's just... But it's, it's Aquafina. It is. It's not extremely out of place, though. It's not. And it's, she's... she's And she's really good, good in this. She's an annoying <laughs> seagull. The voice just fucking matches. I don't know. I can see why people are like, ugh, I didn't like it. Because if you are, like, incredibly connected to The Little Mermaid, I have Beauty and the Beast. So maybe if something came... A Lin-Manuel Miranda song came in on the the fucking beauty and the beast i'd be like absolutely not you but and mcgregor just, just going nuts i would just be like oh my god cogsworth rapping why um it, it also is not a long song so mm. you're just kind of like <laughs> okay was, of all the things i've seen online and the memes and the reviews i've never i have yet to see a good bad neutral anything about tremblay as flounder is he good so sweet yeah, he's great. perfect. I, like literally, I've never. If I had, did not know the Little Mermaid, I would not know Flounders in the movie. Oh, uh, that's he's, fair. I feel like he's like not in it. Three, really. four years ago, so he still has like the little kid oh, voice. No, perfect. baby, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, can I get controversial? Sure. Oh. She said, "Can I controversial?" <laughs> I did. Yes, you can controversial. Yes, you can. <laughs> Why are we adding new music? to Disney movies that already have musical adaptations. You know why. I don't know oh, why. So they can so they can win an Oscar. I don't be nominated like it. I don't like it. I haven't seen The Little Mermaid yet and I have like whatever, it's fine. I've heard a lot that Prince Eric's new song is really fun, is really great. I've heard way more about Scuttle's little rap than I have <laughs> anything else I think in the movie. <laughs> That's fine. But Eric in the musical already has a a great song. Her voice is like a beautiful way to like grow his character and show more about his internal struggle, about what's going on. And God damn it, Evermore is a horrible song compared to If I Can't Love Her. Evermore sucks. I don't care who's singing it. Evermore sucks. I didn't mind it. Um, <laughs> it's not as good. Her, it's not as good as if I can't love her. It's not. It's, like one of the, it's not one of the best. And I and I love her voice. I love her voice. And there's a lot of 
Sweet Child, the If Only Quartet. Like, there's a lot of songs in the musical. That's that not I in wish. it, is it? None of it. It's it breaks no. my heart. So I, I have a fond attachment for the musical, and I wish that they had brought over some of those songs. They didn't. <laughs> None of it's there. But Eric's Eric's new song is is pretty sweet and had yeah. me wanting to dive into some uncharted waters. You yes, know what I mean? baby. White men are not uncharted waters for you. I will go down with the ship. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted to be shipwrecked. Absolutely. For those those who don't know, the musical holds a close place in Rashawn's heart because he originated the role of Flounder when he was a little kid (laughs) on Broadway. (laughs) And I have a cameo in this new movie as a little seaweed. (laughs) (laughs) The Jodie Benson cameo is very cute as well. Very nice. That's good. Is she a seaweed? Yeah. She's a little. Um... Yeah, she's the other seaweed. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like waving in, during under the sea. But I, I, I feel you, Lace. I feel you. I can get past a lot of things, but I will never get over them changing if I can't love her into Evermore. And then in the beautiful live action live. Showing they did a Beauty and the Beast with Josh Groban and her. I will never get over that they didn't let us hear Josh Groban sing if I can't love her. I won't. I won't. I won't. (laughs) I hear you. What are we fighting about today? (laughs) The Little Mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even seen it yet. (laughs) Uh, Josh. Yeah. I uh, took out some time in my day. <laughs> Thank you. Ever, ever say I'm not a friend. <laughs> to watch a a white classic. No, it's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. It, it can be both. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a white classic. Uh, the Adam Sandler, I feel like a seminal Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, I'd say so. Be Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. He was a hockey player. Touch my puck, baby! Don't you ever touch my puck! Who was skating on thin ice. But when his grandma needed his help... Mrs. Gilmore owes the IRS $270,000. We're gonna have to sell the house to someone else. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. He discovered a new talent. The house is like 400 yards away. That's unbelievable. Now he's going from the rinks... Step right up, folks! See if you can outdrive! To the links. Hey, where are you going with those clubs, punk? I'm your caddy. He's gonna be on the tour. That's that's super. He's got the swing. He's got the drive. He shoots, he scores! He's got the balls. Happy Gilmore is a 1996 comedy starring Adam Sandler, Christopher McDonald, Julie Bowen, Francis Day, and Carl Weathers. Directed by Dennis Dugan, written by Tim Herlihy and Adam Sandler. Um, it is about a failed hockey player turned golf pro, Happy Gilmore, who enters a pro tournament to make money to save his grandmother's house from the IRS. Um, the journey down Josh's childhood continues today with Happy Gilmore. I grew up pretty consistently. I, w- I would probably watch one of what I refer to as the big three almost weekly. <laughs> Uh, that is Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and Big Daddy. I'd say three of Adam Sandler's best comedies. I would watch them all the time. And a peek behind the curtain, I, I, I almost brought in Billy Madison because the first one, and I was like, maybe I'll just go down the line. But then I decided to bring in Happy Gilmore because I like it the most, and fuck you. So <laughs> we're doing Happy Gilmore today. <laughs> and I am Happy Gilmore to say that I love it just as much, if not more now, than as I did fucking 20 years ago. This movie rocks. I think it's a perfectly distilled Adam Sandler movie. I think it shows off what he does best, or at least what he did best in this era, more than any other film. I said this on my letterbox. I think Christopher McDonald, the shooter McGavin, is on my Mount Rushmore of movie villains. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I don't give a shit, dude. He... Everything he says in this movie has me in stitches. All right. And 
I have like you. I'm bulletproof this episode. There's nothing you can say that will make me upset. I love Happy Gilmore. Before we get into everyone's reviews, I did assign some homework at the beginning of last episode. So while they're still talking about my opinion of the movie, I would like to know your guys' thoughts. This movie, as I said last time, has one of the... I think actually the... This movie has my favorite line reading of any joke ever in a movie. And I would like to know what you guys think it is. Rashawn, I'll start with you. I was taking notes during this movie. Fantastic. <laughs> um, just so you know how diligent of a student I am. Mm-hmm. No, we, yeah, no, we, we knew. We knew. We Careful. Knew. I think the listeners are well aware. <laughs> yeah. Strays. Okay. <laughs> I will just read them all off and then you tell me if I hit the bullseye or if I'm still off. Okay. I would have, but I didn't have any money. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Spoken like a true asshole. Bob Barker's single word, bitch. (laughs) So good. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Or congratulations, murderer. Okay. I'm not revealing it because I don't hear males. I did. The price is wrong, bitch. (laughs) Suck my white ass, ball. And then I also did, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat shit for breakfast? So, you guys are close. Let me do it! No, you do it. It's your line. So, the thing is, it's specifically the line reading. Those are all very funny lines. Mm -hmm. But it's the delivery of this line. Lacey knows what it is, because I'm obsessed with it. I'll do the line before, and then you Well, yeah, will you give me the setup? Yeah. Okay. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm no good with that one. (laughs) Close second is when Shooter sees Mr. Larson for the first (laughs) time. Oh, good for Happy Gil. Oh, my God. Tall as shit. <laughs> Literally anything that comes out of Christopher McDonald's mouth, I'm gone. <laughs> Whew, okay. No. <laughs> it's the look on his face, too. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. It's so uh. good. All right. Um, Lacey, let's hear from you first. What do you think? I mean, it's Happy Gilmore. Hell yeah, it is. Um, you know, it's not a movie that I would be like, hell yeah, let's put on Happy Gilmore. But I love watching it, especially with you. I think this is Adam Sandler in his prime doing only what Adam Sandler can do. I think this movie is perfectly paced. I think like there's not a wasted moment every every setup leads to the next setup and it's just joke after joke after joke um yeah this movie's great fuck yeah hell yeah <laughs> uh Rashawn? josh um mm-hmm. let me take you on a journey yeah please hmm, it's, been a, it's been a while yeah it has it's christmas you have been begging me oh i'm your mama okay um, <laughs> I need to isolate that audio forever. You have been begging me, begging me to bring Happy Gilmore to the podcast as a a Christmas gift. You even pointed it out in the store. You're like, that's the one I want. I turned to your dad and I was like, "Mm." let me see what your father says. Is 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 that Mel? Sure. Yeah. I'm your daddy. <laughs> Christmas comes. I'm I'm sitting down there in my robe, wrapped up on the couch. What's There's on your feet? House shoes. 
you have you've opened a bunch of stuff. You got a Game Boy. You got a couple of movies, a couple of games for your PlayStation. And you're like, thanks, thanks, mom. I'm like, mm-hmm. Go over there to the closet. <laughs> Grab that big ass box. <laughs> you're just like <laughs> ripping off the bed. You're like. It's Hobbit Gilmore! It's Hobbit Gilmore! And you vomit. You're so excited. You vomit? <laughs> like, you're just crazy excited. And I'm just sitting there with my cocoa, like, mm hmm, Merry Christmas. <laughs> just watching you with glee. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bitch. <laughs> I don't like it, but I bought it for you. <laughs> I can see the ingredients of of why people love this and why it works as a movie. I'm not going to sit on this mic and say it's bad. This is just a gear of Adam Sandler that I don't particularly enjoy. Um, I do like him a lot, but most specifically when he has like a really good foil, like a Drew Barrymore or a, a Jennifer Aniston to kind of bounce off of this this level that he's on in a lot of the movie is just so grating to me. <laughs> That's fair. And That's and fair. a lot of it is is funny. Like, I'm not going to say I didn't laugh either, but it was a chortle, kind of a, I'll use a Josh term. It was a chortle. <laughs> a lot of the, the pratfalls and the physical comedy is, is like, well done. I just don't, like, just yelling at a golf ball for five minutes is not hilarious to me. Um... <laughs> But I didn't get a gift receipt because I'm not returning it. I love you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Thanks for allowing me to bring Abby over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dad. Um, son, I surprisingly have never seen this. I really thought I had. Wow. Um, because I big, also had never seen this. Yeah. Big Daddy. I fucking love Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny to me. However, I do find this is like still really different mm-hmm. than Big Daddy. Um, you can tell like there's money in that one that there yeah. really isn't in this one. But that doesn't mean that's a bad thing. I am like middle of the road here because it's not that I had a bad time or that I don't like it. I kind of agree with Rashawn where I'm like, I get why you or anyone else is like, this is the fucking best. Because I feel like if I would have seen this in um, middle school, I would have been like exactly on the same wavelength as you. Hmm. Because there are so many parts where I was like cracking up and it's exactly my humor. Like right when we find out that he can like do the long shot or long drive and he hits the people in the house 400 yards away. Like four times. No, three times. Easy. Easy joke with me. And it's like to somebody else, they're just like, okay. But I'm, that is so, like, I don't know what it is about that physical comedy that makes me crack up. And this movie is that. I, But I, however, I think I'm like far removed from the movie that I don't have any like nostalgic feeling about mm. it. That I'm just like, okay, like I can see why it's funny, but I am not like, I wish I was able to like say the lines with everybody else. Right. You know what I mean? But I get it. I guess that's my review on it. I get it, but it's not my movie type mm-hmm. of thing. That's valid. This is about how I expected it to go. Yeah. <laughs> More or less. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. You can't just take her stuff. She's too old. I- I'm sorry. I have no discretion here. Her stuff is now our stuff. Um, well, at least we got the house, right? I mean, I can bring furniture from my place over here. We're going to be okay, Grandma. Now you're really going to be mad. I have to take the house, too. Oh, look, pal. My grandfather built this house with his bare hands. My my grandma's been here over 60 years. You you can't take her house. Mrs. Gilmore owes the IRS $270,000 in back taxes. Oh, my God. We have to take the house. And if you can't get the money together in 90 days, we're going to have to sell the house to someone else. You hate me, don't you? No, 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 I don't hate you. All right, where to begin? Does anyone have any major issues with the movie? I feel like this is a moot complaint. 
but I just don't. And I, if people turn off the podcast at this point, I get it because <laughs> call me woke, whatever. I just don't like the way that Carl Weathers is handled in this movie. No, it's that's just. I'm not railing against Happy Gilmore. I don't want people to cancel Happy Gilmore. But it's just, it's one of those things where you're just like, ah, okay. He's he's just like the wise, magical, you know what. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel like the movie even gives him full credit for that. You know, it just kind of disposes of him. And I had seen Little Nicky without ever seeing this. Damn. And I was like, who's... Why is Apollo Creed just popping up? And I didn't get it. Um, and then seeing this and the and the continued bits with his hand, which is, you know, kind of funny. It's kind of that scary movie with the hat gets bigger every mm-hmm. every shot. <laughs> the hand kills me. The hand is a little <laughs> so ridiculous, crazy. but I, yeah, I don't know. It's it. It's the smallest nit that I have, but it's just like meh. That's valid, and and and. Some people will say, well, it's, you know, 96, but 96 is late enough to know mm-hmm. better. Yeah. So, yeah, I won't I won't disagree with you on that. One person I forgot to mention that's uncredited in this movie that also uh, cracks me up, I don't care, is fucking Ben Stiller. As <laughs> He's uncredited? <laughs> He's uncredited in this movie. That's crazy. <laughs> He's, like, really in it. Yeah. I know you said that, and the first time I had watched... This movie, it was only partially, you know, we watched it in a hotel room. Romantic, you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) There was one snippet of Ben Stiller. I think it was the last time we see him where he just like does the throat Mm. slice um, to grandma. (laughs) Um, And I was like, oh, that's cute. That's a fun cameo. And then watching it this time, I was like, no, that's a full blown Hell yeah. I can't believe you went uncredited, but I guess, you know, if it's your friend, sure, whatever. I feel like that was, they did, that happened a lot in like the 90s comedy Mm -hmm. scene is that like people just pop up in their friends' movies just for fun and be uncredited. And sure, you know, if you're a millionaire and your other millionaire friend is making a movie, have some fun. That's why this, this movie does feel like. To me, at least, maybe it's because I have so much fun watching it. It really feels like Adam Sandler's having the most fun in this movie. Mm-hmm. Especially the golf course scenes. I think him and Christopher McDonald have a really good uh, rivalry chemistry. I think they really feed off of each other really well. And I think that's you know another big reason. Um, Rashawn, there is something I mm-hmm. wanted to talk about that you mentioned. Yeah. You talked about how Adam Sandler is better when he has a good foil, like mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston or Drew Barrymore. Seems like a backhanded comment about uh, Miss Family. No, 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 no. I, I really like Julie Bowen, and I think she deserved all 50 Lemon Emmys that she won for Modern Family. I, she's not the focus of the movie. You know, she's not Shooter McGavin. And I feel like The Wedding Singer or Fifty First Dates, their pairing is the movie. And I don't think the writing for her character is there to balance him out. She's just there to fall in love with him, which is fine. She doesn't even put up much of a a fight. You know, she reneges on the date pretty quickly. And then she, after the skating scene, which is really cute, she just kind of is in love with him and she's there. Um, Wouldn't you be? No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. For, for Adam Sandler, yes. For Happy Gilmore. No, thank you. Mm, for Adam Sandler, hold on. Yeah, I'm shocked at that. 90s Adam Sandler has a very specific charm about him. I would let uh, 2000s cry in my bosom after he made a horrible bet. <laughs> <laughs> I love Click. So, you all know my favorite lines. Did any, did any, I know, Rashawn, you chortled, Lacey, I know I probably couldn't hear you laughing from me laughing, but <laughs> did any, did any, were there any moments or lines that stood out to you as uh, uproariously funny? Um, that, the money line was pretty funny to me. <laughs> Francis and Bay I, is like, <laughs> that is, that one we did. I had wished the grandma was a bigger presence, <clears throat> yeah. um, in the movie, so that, that I would, but. I didn't have any money. It's, it's a great, it's a great, 
a great written joke and she delivers it really great. I mean, I, I also, think... Oh, sorry. sorry go ahead. No, I was just wanted to comment on the grandma character because so often in these 90s comedies, we get gross out humor yes. with the grandma. And I just loved that she remained this, like, innocent, Just a grandma, dude. Grandma. Like, I loved that. Grandma. I know. Was... I was kind of waiting for her to... I don't know, like cuss or just like I don't know, like something. Because there was the is... vision where shooter kissed her. Yeah, but that was like it was just a kiss. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't like. Well, then he deep throated the kiss mask, but that was sh- that was shooter being gross. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. The Ben Stiller whole bit was really funny <laughs> to me, but there's just the one, like at the very end when the grandma. I think this is the last time we see him, where she looks up at the window, and he like. Puts the finger gun to his head and he like cocks the gun and she's just like, oh, <laughs> so good. Because because he's like across the yeah. courtyard. He like, like sticks his head out far. knowing that she's looking at the window. And like, we're, I think Rashawn had just looked down and looked up and he's like, what did I miss? And I was laughing. I'm like, it's so quick. That it's so quick. You, you would miss it. My fingers hurt. Your back's about to hurt because you just pulled Your landscaping duty. <laughs> Anybody else's you? fingers tired? I mean, oh, obviously the iconic. I didn't even know it was from this, but Happy learned how to putt. I say that shit all the time. But there was there's also the time where he's on the green and he like starts really quietly with just to the ball like you little piece of shit i can't believe you and then it grows and grows and grows until he's like having a full-blown temper tantrum screaming at the ball how terrible the ball i was dying i was i thought that was so (laughs) funny (laughs) i wanted i wanted to find it funny (laughs) i really really did i think it's because it's adam sandler like i don't necessarily think it would be funny to me depending on who's doing it but because it's adam sandler and like he's adam sandler is such a persona especially 90s adam sandler like i feel like he's he he more than a lot of actors over the last 30 years has had generations of, of genre and 90s adam sandler is completely different from 2000s rom-com Adam Sandler is completely different from what we're seeing now in his more serious artistic roles. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That persona of 90s Adam Sandler is, I mean, it really is something only he can do. Mm -hmm. And it's funny and it's charming and it's stupid and it's, (laughs) it's Adam Sandler. And it's a weird. Don't shake (laughs) your head. (laughs) <laughs> the it's listeners a, can't hear that <laughs> you don't think it's funny at all you can't anything? hear the marbles rolling around in that <laughs> hey yo <laughs> straight we on the same side <laughs> <laughs> we were married 15 minutes ago um no no i i i'm trying to think of another comedian who kind of does that jim carrey maybe I don't think, well, that's what I was going to say is I think it's kind of a time capsule, too. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler doesn't even really do that anymore. Right, right. He doesn't, no. You know who kind of low-key does it now? Mm-hmm. Where it's it's not just, like, full-blown anger? Jason Bateman. Yeah. He, his... He's really, like, annoyed at the brink of popping off mm-hmm. in a lot of movies. And that low-key kind of thing is a little more my taste. I mean, their whole crew, like, no one did it better than Chris Farley. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of anger, uh, sort of tornado thing. That whole crew kind of did it. And it's it's such a strange time capsule of a movie and a, an, an actor because, like you said, Lacey, that's 90s Sandler does that. Same with, you know, Wedding Singer, he gets that mad. There are even parts in Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore where, or I mean, in Big Daddy where he kind of loses his temper. <laughs> but <laughs> just thinking about it. other movies like if we saw someone trying to do do that today either like on tiktok or youtube it's it'd be seen as cringy but because 
we, you know, people grew up with Adam Sandler and we saw him do that. And it's in very much a 90s movie mm-hmm. it, to three fourths of us. It's still like funny and like, ah, yeah, that's Adam Sandler. So it's a really interesting kind of study in how comedy evolves and changes throughout the years. Yeah, because I even saw like a bunch of, you know, a bunch of reviews of people saying like, oh, I've never seen this, but I've seen him in like Punch Drunk Love and Uncut Gems. And I'm like, those are oh. not comparable. No, <laughs> no. at all. <laughs> like so if, good, if you're watching those and and trying to like get this idea of adam sandler to me that's not what i would show someone who's like Mm -hmm. has just shown up on earth and is like who's adam sandler i'm not gonna show them uncut gems you know i'm gonna show them this i'm gonna show them i'm gonna show them big daddy 51st dates wedding singer and then we'll evolve to like the more serious adam Adam Mm -hmm. sandler but to go and say like uncut gems and happy go more like what I'm like, yeah, those are not those are apples and oranges, like not comparable whatsoever. I think, I think too. I think. Um, what was I going to say? While you're contemplating, I I I think they are comparable in that. I don't. I think part of his persona, and switching that plays into things like Punch and Glove and and Rain Over Me and Uncut Gems. And this, I would compare him to jump over for the culture. I would compare him to Chris Tucker, mm. who has a very specific persona in the '90s, and yeah. now he's doing things like the Silver Silver Linings Playbook. He's in Air, yes. and he's used like really, really well. They're both really, really good actors, but they were they had to hone that very specific persona because. That's Friday. That's that's Happy Gilmore. That's Billy Madison, and it works. So let's do it like fifty more times, mm-hmm. and then you find like a director who wants to kind of like flip that. Not necessarily get rid of it because I still see shades of that in Uncut Gems, but it's it's like funneled into a very specific purpose. That's that's what I was. That thank you uh, uh, because Chris Tucker is another perfect example of it. Is like if we saw. Chris Tucker and Air or Silver Linings, or if we saw Adam Sandler and Punch Dark Love or Uncut Gems, and say that was their debut roles, those four movies mm-hmm. respectively, they would still be good, and I think they'd receive acclaim as well they should. But I think what makes them so special is these transformations of both right. actor and person throughout the last 30 years that we kind of see in action, and then it, it's the culmination of that. Like, I don't. I don't think Uncut Gems gets the publicity it does if it's not Adam Sandler. Right. Or if... Right. What's that? Or I think if it's not Adam Sandler, the the accolades are maybe poured a little heavier. Right. Where I, I think people are, are not able to separate the two or or see like and- the craft that he's putting into that movie. And he, he, when he, I mean, he's acknowledged it himself. What was it, the Spirit Awards? When he says, my fellow nominees, all be the ones who lost to Adam fucking Sandler. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. It's it's also interesting, I think, Adam Sandler now kind of, if we're going to get to talking about legacy, it's interesting. He, I feel like, is like Sean Astin or, or Chris Tucker or maybe Samuel L. Jackson. I think a couple of other actors have, like, it, you, it's a really litmus test for a generation of like, when I say Adam Sandler, what is the character you think of? When I say Samuel L. Jackson, what's the character you think of? And I think it really depends on what decade you started watching movies in. Like, there are people that probably will immediately think of Fifty First Dates for their first Adam Sandler movie, or like, there's other people, you know, Big Daddy would probably, or Happy Gilmore would come to mind for me. And there are some younger kids who just you know started really getting the movies that uncut gems will probably be the first adam sandler role they think of mm-hmm. and it's a really interesting sort of litmus test as to like what era you started with or when you were first exposed to adam sandler and i think that's really cool mine was Waterboy. oh fucking Waterboy! <laughs> i'm a 50 first dates girl i love yeah. that movie so much Mel, your big daddy, huh? It's big daddy, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that movie is so funny. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, you really crushed that ball off the tee, I'll tell you what. You know, you'd be something in one of those long drive contests. 
Yeah, you can probably make a very good living traveling around, hustling at driving ranges. Thanks, Phil. That's, 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 you know, I know what you're doing right now, mm. and I don't like it. So why don't you just shut your trap before I put my foot in it? Don't turn your back on me. Let's get one thing straight. This is Shooter's tour. I've worked hard my whole life, paid my dues, and now it's Shooter's turn. And Shooter's not about to let his reign at the top be spoiled by some freak sideshow clown. Did you just call me a freak? I was on this tour for one reason, money. But now I got a new reason, kicking your ass. Well, <laughs> I'd like to see you try. Let's do it. Hey, I'm in on a golf course. Hey, hey, what is going on here, huh? Oh, I was just um, looking for the other half of this bottle. Back to Shooter. Oh, there's some there. <laughs> what do you guys think of Christopher McDonald in this movie? Listen, I... I, knew you, I know you have one specific thought, I know. But Mel, you can go first. I'll let Mel go first. Oh, I was going to say, I think he is, he knows exactly the movie he's in. Mm. You know, it's like, I think the line that is your favorite is so funny because we don't really see him break, you know, and I don't mean break character, but you don't, you don't see him like come off of this like villain mm -hmm. <laughs> type of guy the whole time. And then Adam Sandler kind of was like, wait, you eat shit for breakfast? And he's, that's why it's so funny because you're like, oh, this, like, fucking suit is finally, like, oh, my God, I said something wrong. Like, it's yeah. just you see him nerd out for a second. Um, yeah, I think he's perfect. I think he's he's always really good. So, of course, he's going to be good at this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or the, why don't I just go eat some hay down by the bay? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Rashawn. Hmm. What did you think about Christopher McDonald's performance as Shooter McGavin in the 1996 film Happy Gilmore? Those chinos were working overtime. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Where did he get all that cake? Um, yeah. <laughs> what? I never seen him like that. Uh, he been he bent over to take out the hole in one once, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Five stars, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> He's gonna be in the new Marvel show. Uh, okay, well, I think he's he's good. He's good. Um, I think he's a little funnier to me. This is sacrilege, but he's a little funnier to me than Adam Sandler, just because. In this movie, I think he's the funniest part. So you're good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just because he's he's so locked into a character, and I'm I have a hard time seeing a character with. In this movie with Happy Gilmore, mm -hmm. it just seems to me like Adam Sandler doing his thing, which is fine. I said this in School of Rock. Do your thing. Mm -hmm. If it's if it's not my jam, that's fine. I'll make another sandwich. But Christopher McDonald is is locked in, and, and I feel like the funniest stuff comes from when his character has to react mm -hmm. to that. The 90s were such a prime time for just letting the villain be bad. Like, mm -hmm. just letting them be a bad person, an asshole, whatever. And without there having to be, like, a redeeming quality or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like A, a lesson or something. A lesson or a, a redemption at the end. Just let him be a dick. Like, he steals the jacket and tries to run away at the end. Like, he's just... Hey, he's stealing my jacket! <laughs> Richard Keel as Mr. Larson is so fucking good in this movie, too. He's so good. The big dude. Yeah, they use him perfectly. Yeah. It appears your golf ball landed on my foot. Are you going, to hit, are you going for the green, <laughs> Mr. McGavin? It's not possible. Happy Gilmore accomplished that feat no less than an hour ago. <laughs> Come on. I so love good. that you love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for I'm Happy Gilmore. Oh, like, my God. Sorry, I had to finish it. <laughs> watching it, I was like, Josh is cracking up. Uh -huh. He had Absolutely. such a good time. Yeah. 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 I was losing it. All I was going to say about Christopher oh, yeah. McDonald is uh, he's in one of my favorite movies, one of the best movies ever to be made, um, aside from Happy Gilmore, is um, Grease 2. So that's all. I just wanted to slide that in there. He okay. wasn't in it enough. He was I in, remember, he was in I it. I do remember saying Her. that when we did the episode. He was, he was not in it enough. Well, he was in it, so. Not enough. Also, I wouldn't call it the best movie ever made, but he's in The Rich Man's Wife with Halle Berry. He's a piece of shit, 
And, but that's one of my staples, baby. I love it. <laughs> and also, House Arrest with Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, that is who I, that is what I see when I see, every time I see him. It's Good. such a 90s movie. These kids, like, all kidnap their parents because they're all getting a divorce. And they stick them in a basement and make them reconcile. It's so 90s and so fun, but... He's just one of those actors that have been in everything. You're like, oh, it's that. Oh, yeah, I remember this dude. Like, he's just, his Uh, filmography is just long as fuck. Speaking of him um, being in everything, apparently, this is in the trivia, he got arrested for a DUI in, like, 2017. And the card he pulled when the cops were putting him in the wagon was, do you know who I am? I was in Happy Gilmore. (laughs) (laughs) That's his (laughs) go-to? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hell yeah. It's so dumb, but one of my favorite moments in the whole movie is the ice rink with Julie Bowen and Adam Sandler. I wish we had gotten a little bit more of their Same. their relationship and their sweetness with each other because I think that was a really good layer to happy, too. That it just a, a cuter, sweeter side to his personality but like that whole scene is super cute and super funny but then the music starts playing and we we watch the maintenance man singing (laughs) along that's pretty good zamboni driver yeah so funny it's so funny to me yeah i would i wouldn't have mind like one more scene of him like courting her yeah, a little date. A little, yeah, a little first date. Because, like, their initial, like, their initial meetup after the ninth hole at nine o'clock thing, it's really short, but that's really cute, too. Like, one more little something like that. Um, Did you guys like the Bob Barker scene? Yeah, it was great. I'm like, Bob yeah. Barker! When he, <laughs> maybe went a little too long, but it's still pretty funny. <laughs> it was originally only supposed to be a punch cut to black. But Bob Barker, like, uh, around this time, trained in Chuck Norris's and his brother's fight studio. So, like, <laughs> he knew oh, knew God. how to fight, quote unquote. So Bob Barker wanted to do a big fight scene and, yeah, like, requested so to do most of his stunts, which is fucking rules. Wait a minute. I know how to fight. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's only, it I think, like a stunt double when they're rolling down just the, the roll hill. yeah because i kept waiting to see because movies like this sometimes they don't give a fuck if you see yeah. that it's a stunt double so i was kind of mm. waiting for that joke and i was like it's him the it's whole fucking time close-ups on barker dude yeah. taking swings bitch the uh <laughs> the bitch is it's great the physical comedy of him laying on the ground but being having a long enough arm to reach up and grab <laughs> Gilmore by the neck. And then it's pretty pretty good. (laughs) Apparently, the Price is Right demographics viewership spiked um, from college students after this movie Uh, came out. So college students watched Price is Right after this. (laughs) Fucking awesome. Um, One more thing about Shooter as a character. Um, I would like to know what you would think. There's two people at least listed as uh, alternates that were considered for the role. If if Christopher McDonald can't do it, it was also offered or considered to be offered to uh, Tim Allen and Kevin Costner. Who would you rather have? Who? Kevin Costner. I think Tim Allen. This pains me to say, but in the 90s, I would rather have... I think 90s Tim Allen could have done something kind of fun with this. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I can't say either one of them. Yeah, me neither. It would have been a very... If Kevin Costner had done it, it would have been a very straight man, bad yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see Tim Allen in anything, so... The Santa Claus. Nope. Except Toy Story 5. <laughs> slime. Like, there's... He's always can just get, kind of get a little slimy, but not so much that, like, you're put off by him or he's hard to watch. Just... Yeah. He's just a little bit, like, this motherfucker... Yeah, like I feel like Lacey saying the Kevin Costner would have been like just straight villain versus yeah. like Christopher McDonald. Like there's that happy medium of like you know that this is a joke type of thing. He can match he can match Adam Sandler's energy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While Kevin Costner would have been like a straight button up suit villain in an Adam Sandler. Bizarre movie. behavior. 
He's on the 17th green right now, having a little trouble closing out his day. Happy, the ball itself has its own energy, or life force, if you will. Its natural environment is in the hole. So why don't you send him home? His bags are packed. He's got his airplane tickets. Bring him to the airport. Send him home. <laughs> send him home. I just send him home. It's time to go home there, ball. Son of a bitch, Paul, why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Suck my white ass, Paul! Yeah, his character, uh, his his character sabotage aside to, I think Carl Weathers is is really fun as Chubbs. He has nothing to do, but it's fun. Like, he, I think he handles the hand shtick. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, he plays it straight as... He plays yeah. it straight, which makes it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Mm. I, I did not have a bad time. I just, Mm-mm. you know, you know what your humor is. And I was like, five minutes in, I was like, ah, oh, okay. This is why I've never seen this. Movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, yeah. And there were, there were shades of not another team movie and kind of the stupid pratfall stuff. But... Mm-hmm. I, Shouts out I, to I Kevin Nealon too. I fucking love Kevin <laughs> Nealon. He's got such a weird part in this. Mm-hmm. I want to live in Grandma's house. Oh, that, that house, house is a dream. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Who wants to play a game? Me. I want to play a game. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Surprised guessing game. Come on. In Happy Gilmore, our beloved Chubbs Peterson, played uh, by Carl Weathers, has to try and coach Happy from becoming a hockey player to a golf player. He has to really make that connection. So for the second time in cinephile history, we are also going to uh, try to make that connection in a little round of chain reaction. If you remember this from our unstoppable episode i'm going to say two words you're gonna to have to tell me what the connecting word is between okay. them okay so okay. like I'd, I'd say this is just the example i'd say working and drink and the answer Hard. would be i said stiff but both work working <laughs> stiff stiff drink mm. got it Makes okay sense? in the okay. And, uh, in the unstoppable episode you guys were a team the same way Pine and Washington were. Oh, no. But in this one, you are going to be working against each other. Ah! Just like Happy and Shooter. Cool? Okay. I want that fucking jacket. Yeah, <laughs> I'll so rip it the, right for, off, babe. For the gold jacket. <laughs> so I'm going to give you two words. It will always be top word, blank missing in the middle, bottom word. Okay. Straight, McGavin. It was close. Mel, did you see either of them first? You were last smell, so it was a tie yeah, between Lacey and I saw Lacey first. Okay. Shooter. That's right. Straight shooter, shooter McGavin. I should be in keeping track. I'll do it on my hand. No, don't do it. Oh, God. Why? You're 32. There are note cards I know right next to you on your desk. They're on the ground. They fell. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's one. There's one. Hold on. Married. Got it. Married we are. Not my age on blast. <laughs> it's okay. You're not 47 like Rashawn. Hey! <laughs> Looking good at 47, too. Hell yeah. These are all, if you haven't figured out from the first one alone, these are all Happy Gilmore themed. Mm. <laughs> Take it easy, Nickelodeon. <laughs> all right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Nursing. School. Rashawn. Home. Um. Nursing home. Home school. Next one. Par. Square. Rashawn. Four. Par four. Four square. Rashawn's oh. pulling ahead. Damn. Thanks, Granddad. I played golf. I never mentioned that during this. Did <laughs> you really? During this, yeah. My granddad, really, he bought me clubs. He oh, took wow. me golfing all the time, every summer. Hell yeah. My dad has tried. My dad's, both my parents are avid golfers and I can't stand it. I do love, I do love a good round of top golf. You guys ever been? And mini golf. No, I want to go. 
Top Golf's a lot of fun. Top Golf, look, we talked about Legacy earlier. Mm-hmm. Top Golf has a sign that says "No Running Starts." Like, you, they have to explicitly tell people not to Happy Gilmore at Top Golf. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, next one. Julie Yang. I forget. Lacey. I don't have to say my name. <laughs> Bowen. Julie Bowen <laughs> and SNL's Bowen Yang. That is correct. <laughs> Am I even playing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next one. Subway. Artist. Lazy. Sandwich. Subway sandwich. And the makers of said sandwich, the sandwich artist at Subway is correct. Listen, I've never a song <laughs> more, you guys. That, that commercial worked, like, brother. Fuck. Wow, I want a sub. <laughs> that transition was so good, too. <laughs> I right. didn't have my first family sub- Subway sandwich until I was 19 years old. Damn. I grew up on Subway sandwiches. Same. All right, for the other three, Mel, did you have it from a young age? Probably, like... Not till I moved to Texas, so but still like ten, eleven. Okay, that's it. What did you? I had one. I had the same sub I would order all the time. Same. Yep. What is it? What cold do we got? cut combo. That once I hit my teens, I turned into a cold cut guy. Lacey. A spicy Italian. Oh, that's good too. Mm-hmm. Um, up until I my cold cut days, I would do turkey, uh, white cheddar cheese, mayonnaise, and white bread. That's it. That's it. Baby. If you I don't mean, make that at home, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> we got somewhere. We at got home. you out here. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You gonna make that at the crib? <laughs> Wait until I tell your mama. Mm-mm. Hell yeah, dude. Now, now it's like I put so much shit on it. They can't. Yeah, they like, can't wrap it. Like loaded. they have to. Like they literally have to tamp it down with the flat knife and like. Depressing. <laughs> 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 I'm getting my money's worth. Those, absolutely. They are not five dollars for one. No, that's just like sixteen bucks. <sighs> I just want to go subway. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. So we it's anybody's game still. Mel, you have no points. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Hockey. Shift. Or Sean. Stick. Oh yeah. Hockey stick mm. stick shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three points for Sean. Three points for Lacey. <laughs> Zero for Mel. <laughs> it is still anyone's game. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. There are four points left on the board. Ready? You gotta run it, Mel. Hey, no, fuck. Make Gilmore. I guess our Sean's hand. No. Okay, I didn't even know what that is. I just raised my hand. Make happy. Yeah. Can you tell oh, me happy? what make? Yeah, happy. Huh? Can you tell me what that is? Like beating your meat? I don't know. <laughs> <It's not> crazy. <laughs> Make happy? Yeah. Give it and to Mel, him. If, Mel, if uh, yeah, I'm giving you a point either way, you got the right answer. But Mel, if you can tell me what make happy is, I will give you an extra point. I literally don't know. I thought it was like make them happy. Lacey, do you know? No, I just know the the uh, essential Broadway m- musical song from the Wild Party. You're gonna make me happy. Oh, that's true too. That's a it's a Bo Burnham special. Hmm. Uh, oh. Hmm. So like not not beating masturbation. Your <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Next one up. American Tears. T E A R S. Mella, go for it. Crocodile. No. Gator. It's alligator. Yeah. Give it to oh, her. Okay. She got it. I'll give it to her. Yeah. That was a little. That was a little fun. Don't you say crocodile tears? It's crocodile it is crocodile tears. Okay. Yeah, that was me having a little fun. <laughs> yeah. Point for Mel. Extra point. So there are only two known species of the alligator uh, uh, genus. American and something else. Extra point if you can tell me what the other species is. So the, the alligator, like genus, the alligator brand uh-huh. only has two species in it. It's an American alligator and something else. I'll give you an extra point if you can tell me what the other one is. 
Is it a, a location? Yeah. African? What, you say African? Uh -huh. What you say, Mel? I would say Asian. I mean, a country. It's a country. Oh. Oh. The Chinese alligator. Oh. Huh. Didn't know that. Never would have gotten Well, that. he's still Asian. Shit. That's why I asked for a country. <laughs> I'll give you half a point. Um, <laughs> two left. <laughs> Five. Giant. Mel. Foot. No, foot giant is not correct. It's <laughs> not right. Lacey. Iron. Iron is correct. <laughs> five foot. She had the. <laughs> this is one five foot giant. <laughs> All right, it is Rashawn with four, Lacey with four, Mella with one and a half. Ooh. This is the last question. It's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. <laughs> Ready? Could be based mm -hmm. on how he's been giving you points. For <laughs> I know. I a little bit more trivia. I've given her there. half of an extra point. There's <laughs> some trivia. All right. <clears throat> Golf. Sack. Rashawn. Ball. Can you say it? Say the complete reaction, please. Why? Say it. Golf ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. That is correct. Uh, Rashawn wins. Good job, Happy Rashawn. Gilmore chain reaction. Nice. Skin of my teeth. Wow, I'm terrible at this game. Five foot giant. Baby. You know how big they are at five feet. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping things up, it seems we can come to the conclusion that uh, Adam Sandler uh, is an icon of the film world. Uh, mm -hmm. Has been for decades continues to reshape his legacy as he goes christopher mcdonald makes one hell of a movie villain mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um the uh the ice rink scene was cute rashawn yeah so yeah the ice rink yeah. scene it's a cute little little uh, hint at adam sandler's rom-coms to come mm -hmm. a cute little thing all right, we end each episode with a quick round of six degrees of separation, connecting this week's episode to next week's episode. So, who can give me the fastest connection between one of the stars of this week's movie, Christopher McDonald, to one of the stars of next week's movie, Judy Garland? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's still kind of hard. Wait, who did you say? Yeah. Christopher McDonald. To Judy Garland. Okay. Okay. Should have said the grandma because she acted in that era too. What about just movies about Judy Garland? <laughs> 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 or like with Liza Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> Judy adjacent. Wait. <laughs> I got it. No. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm just kidding. I have Bitch! Let's <laughs> go. I literally have not moved anywhere. I'm just sitting here at this point. <laughs> Is this going to be your first collaborative? No. Yeah. 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 No. I'm so close, I think. How'd you She's going to come. I don't want to say. Maybe. I'm just going to talk it out. I'm just going to talk it out. Here we go. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. So, Judy Garland was in Babes in Toyland with Mickey Rooney, who is mm -hmm. in Breakfast at Tiffany's with Audrey Hepburn, who was in Children's Hour with Shirley MacLaine, who was in Steel Magnolias with Julia Roberts, who was in Ticket to Paradise with George Clooney. Fuck, it's seven! That's okay. Um, who was in Batman with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Who was in Grease 2 with Christopher McDonald? George Clooney was. It, no, it was Michael Keaton, wasn't it? Yeah. Damn it! But, assist, George Clooney is in One Fine Day with Michelle Pfeiffer. Boom. Oh, okay, so we still Grease got we got it in there seven. There we go. Who's in Grease 2? Congratulations to mostly Lacey and Rashawn with the alley oop. Teamwork makes the dream work. I got you with Michelle. <laughs> <laughs>
similar to our game, uh, Lacey and Rashawn dominating while Nella... I forfeited. Forfeited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment and liked, subscribed, rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can find this and all of our other episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. It's at CinephileAttack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Josh. Mella. Lacey. And Rashawn. Thanks for listening, and the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>